Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy, Johnny G, standing six foot two, 285 pounds, from the south shore of Nassau County, Long Island. He is Gabriel. The number one fuckboy. Also joining me in the Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host Arthur Gamers. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur is actually in the studio today since going remote. He barely is, but my first in-room guest of the pandemic since the pandemic. I guess we're still in the pandemic. Uh, she's a returning guest. I think I know her slightly more than the rest of the guests on this podcast. She's floral arranger and overall creative <laughs> fucking queen. It's Tiffy J. Baby, that was put the your phone best away. intro. No, put your phone away. Content. Everything in content. our fucking relationship content. starts with putting your phone away. Okay, we're doing an audio medium. Yeah, right. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Tiffany. Uh, Thanks, honey. I um. Thank you for doing this. I because I I was like I've been begging you for like I a know. year, and you finally agreed. It was kind of annoying. I was like, stop being so thirsty. I'll come on when I want to. Jk, you guys, I've been begging for this. Yeah, like begging. She's really been pitching me ideas about how to get on. I mean, she. <laughs> Since pitching about all March, day. she's just been pitching ideas all day long to me. <laughs> I need a job. She needs a, I, an outside the house hobby. Who needs a job? Me. <laughs> Something <laughs> that takes me out of here. You don't need a job. You got your job. But you I need to get out of this house every once in a while. <laughs> this week was fantastic. I love. Can we talk about this week for a second? <laughs> yeah, I or, loved it. Well, you've had two weeks in a row. I went to New York last week for three days, oh. and then I went and I worked four full You're days right. this week. Something I don't normally do. No. Mm. Mm. Was it nice having the apartment to yourself? It was so... That's what it was like for me for the last seven and a half years. <laughs> so true. Wait, so what are you saying? It's the start of the pandemic. Seven and a half years? The pandemic? We're only on year two. 
Okay, so we moved here like nine years ago. Yeah. So I'm doing the math. I've had the apartment to myself for about seven years oh, you while have, you worked. Yeah. Oh, pardon me. Excuse me. Yeah, no, that's okay. I'm, um, <laughs> as per usual, confused. I thought you were saying- As per usual, I'm half stoned and half paying attention. And <laughs> I think I'm fully stoned and only half paying attention right now. Um, I thought you were saying the opposite, that like you never were home. Like, no, dude, I was gone all the time and traveling all oh, the time. I, oh, I remember. Yeah. No mom. The salad days. <laughs> the salad days. <laughs> That's an expression. What? No one says that. People do. Who? Who are these people? <laughs> okay. Folks, you can't win your arguments with pure just uh, charisma and intensity like you can because no. we're on mic because people can fact check you now. <laughs> That's cool. Fact check me. I was salad days doesn't exist. <laughs> I didn't say it doesn't exist. I just said what people. Okay. Still waiting. <laughs> Fact checker. <laughs> All right, fact checker. <laughs> Honey, why don't we tell the people why are we here? Why are we podcasting? No, like in life, like why are we here? <laughs> on I'm Earth. Just kidding. <laughs> um, why why are you on Earth? Why to make it prettier? Not me, like because I'm so pretty because I like to create pretty things. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was pretty knee-jerk reaction and probably correct pretty solid to have that locked and loaded uh you're just trying to make the world prettier i'm trying to make the world a prettier place you know what guys there's enough ugly just make more things pretty whatever that whatever that means to you yeah yeah whatever that might mean to you pretty yeah pretty it up pretty that shit (laughs) pretty that shit up. pretty that shit up baby um this has been a crazy uh, couple of years for uh, everyone. Everybody. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I got really excited when you're doing the intro because I didn't realize I am the first person to podcast in here with you. Mm-hmm. I haven't had to set up a second microphone. No, but did we, yeah. we did one podcast during the pandemic, at the beginning yeah. of the pandemic. Did I don't we? know if I, I ever, don't remember. We did. I don't think I ever listened to that one. I don't think I ever put it out. No, you did. you said all that fucked up shit during... <laughs> <laughs> I probably did. You were talking about how what you had big plans for January 6th to go visit Washington, D.C. <laughs> and I was like, Bugs, I think I should take this stuff out. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even have something witty to say to that. That's okay. That's not your job. It's not here. my you're job. I'm here to make it prettier and you're here to make it funnier. Okay. Well, <laughs> try <laughs> throwing fucking bringing a drop of seawater to the ocean. Uh, tell me. Yes. This pandemic was big for you, for us in a lot of ways. Yes. But one of the big things for you is that you've completely changed your not like jobs, but career. Yeah. Change your entire career. I did. Yeah. It was needed. It was really, really time. We're both 39 years old. Uh, yeah. We're coming up on 40. And this last couple of years, we're sort of like, we really found ourselves in a, in a way. Yeah. I uh, think like- We found ourselves individually and now we're mm-hmm. finding ourselves together. We we are only just finding each other now. No, I think together. we've had found ourselves together already, but then we- go off we go back off. and then we yeah back. well we just came out of this um the most extreme versions of ourselves i feel like yeah and we're already too extreme people yeah going in <laughs> like yeah. i feel i feel I'm like fully a cartoon dog now uh, yeah and you're fully like <laughs> you're fully like an anime freak an anime freak. Not like a fan of anime, but like an anime no, lady. Like just come me, in me. and shoot flowers out of your tits or whatever. <laughs> oh, uh, 
why can't I do that? You kind of can. I kind of can actually, yeah. you guys. It's one of my magic tricks. I pull it out at only, <laughs> only special occasions. Now remember, you don't have to be funny. On the show. No, I wasn't I oh, trying yeah. to be funny. Good, good success. Wow. I'll leave. <laughs> Sorry, this is the only high status <laughs> I can ever have in our marriage is when I you know. are on my podcast. I know. Like the one thing I'm in charge of. I keep forgetting we're on the podcast, even though I'm holding this. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Good. A, because it's so comfortable, natural just to be chatting. And two, because I'm just super stoned. That's perfect. That's all part of my plan. I'm going <laughs> to get you. in and out of I'm like... going to get you to agree to a lot of stuff contractually and then get it notarized. I love it. And you're going to have to tough it out. Which you can do at UPS. Did you know that? I, I discovered that yesterday. The UPS as a notary? Yeah, things that I didn't know prior to. <laughs> did you get anything notarized? No, but the guy next to me did, and he was wearing a Crazy Eddie t-shirt. Oh. Which is, I have a Crazy Eddie t-shirt, and for anyone that lived in New York, you crazy might remember, Eddie was the, but... The, uh, he's like a crazy, one of those, you see it often parodied now, but yeah. like Crazy Eddie was like, we're slashing prices! Yeah, his prices yeah. are insane, was his like slogan, yeah. and I... Definitely... Couldn't do that right now. It's <laughs> like talking about, I'm crazy. I have a medical condition you, oh. and I'm giving shit away. Like, because you're not like insane. It's that, like a weird thing to you say. You think we're like that PC that he he wouldn't fly? Yeah, you I, think know, I, I think it would have to just be like, like because he couldn't be. I guess he, he crazy as long as you don't use it to describe someone who's actually crazy. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'll let you know if I get canceled the next time I wear my crazy Eddie t-shirt. Well, I don't like, I think that's like a relic of the past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but so the uh, guy got notarized. Yeah, in, I know. Uh, crazy yeah, mm -hmm. and, but it was just wild because I was like, "Sir, are you from the East Coast?" And he's like, "Yes, I am." I was like, "I have that shirt. I bought it for thirteen cents at a thrift shop in my hometown, and it is legitimately my lucky T-shirt. And anytime I needed something to go my way or like pass a test, I wear that shirt, and it has never once failed me, and it never will." Holy shit! I know. That's me knocking on wood. Arthur, yeah. relax. Um, you wear that. I know that T-shirt. Yeah, had you that should. I wear that T-shirt a lot. Me, which is now almost two decades. Yeah, it's coming up on. We'll be together. Well, well oh. technically, if we're saying know each other. Because we've known each other since sophomore year. Yes, it has been 20 years of us knowing each other. Oh, my God. Because that would be 2001, Yes. Right? Well, sort of. It was still maybe. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, this would have been 20 years. No, uh. Yeah, no, we're in 20 years right mm -hmm, now because it would have been, mm -hmm. we know September 2000 was not high school. September 2000 was our freshman year. We graduated in June oh. 2000, right? You do the math. You're, you're, do the math. It's just dates. <laughs> you do the math. It's math. It's numbers. We, okay. Uh, we graduated to, uh, so <laughs> yeah, no, it would be October 2001 would be our sophomore year. Which would put us at. 20, 20 years, years of ago. knowing each other. Yeah. That's met, crazy. I met you 20 years ago. In September. We only met a couple weeks prior to 9-11. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we had- We uh, were supposed to have class when 9-11 yeah. happened. Yeah, we yeah. were supposed to be- Fuck, we're so old. Kenny, we were uh, sophomores. Kenny, listen to me. Jenny Kindred's class. Dr. Jenny Kindred. Shout out Marist College professor. What's up, Red Foxes? Don't know what Dr. Jenny's doing these days. But one thing that came from that class was- a super hot blonde who <laughs> studied hard and wanted me in her group and then also wanted me in her everything. Wow. <laughs> well, I wanted that too. <laughs> but we would wait. <laughs> I'm classy after all. Yeah, it turns out. turns out. Uh, Took you, you several were years. briefly then. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But now look at us. Now look at us. We are, you guys, 
Babe, when does this when will this come out? Because I don't know. This month. This month. We're coming our, up on our ten year anniversary. Our ten year wedding anniversary is um October fifteenth. And we're very excited about that. Yeah, and uh we're turning forty uh after that because mm-hmm. we were uh twenty nine when we got married. Yep, I'll be forty like three weeks later. I'll be forty like uh in the new year. So this is a big time for us. It you is got a, big... a new career going. Yeah. I uh and we all the previously mentioned stuff, the 10 years, all that. So hence the title of this episode, which is sort of a tongue in cheeks, calling it a midlife crisis. Are you still sticking? Are you sticking with that? No, no, no. Because I want because I think that's a recognizable. Yes. Phrase. Okay. Like yes. we're talking SEO. We're talking. But neither of us consider ourselves to be in crisis. No, I but we are sh- changing a lot about our not ourselves, but our lifestyles. Yeah, I think, well, you've changed your lifestyle a lot. You've gotten so much healthier. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so much healthier. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, turning 40 and uh, being on blood pressure medication, you know, opens your eyes to being like, maybe I should exercise and skip alcohol. Well, and also, I don't want to be on medicine. No, I know. But also, both of us are big pharma. (laughs) I don't want to go down that rant right now. (laughs) Our dads died so young. Uh-huh. Neither of our dads, you know, my dad was 59 uh-huh. um, days away from his 60th, but your dad was only 57, 56. Something. Yeah, I forget. He was young right before we got He's married. Young. Yeah, he died a few months before we got yeah, married. Yeah, just like six months before. So I think like turning 40, you just realize, oh my God. What if? What if? You only have 20 years from here on out. Yeah, we might, you know, because that's all our dads had. And yeah. I think. Well we, we, well, we don't, we definitely don't even, we don't have 80 years from now. You know what I mean? Like Speak no matter what. Well, maybe for you. I do. My yeah. family. My I would mom's ima- side. I would Ooh, imagine. Good blood. Good blood. Good <laughs> yeah, skin. Yeah, I imagine you're pretty difficult to kill pure, purely out of stubbornness. Oh yeah. Oh like, hell no. 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 If, mm-hmm. Because if I if I die, that means whatever the cause won, well, and I won't winning. let it win. No, <laughs> yeah. else can never ever win. I know. <laughs> oh, uh, let's just say I'm well aware of. For those of you that watch the housewives i just meet like an erica jane like showing my fangs <laughs> like i don't watch a lick of the housewives i, I can't do that i can't do any of those uh, i get it i totally get since it. Uh, since best week ever i just can't handle them anymore no well you had to like consume it for work too and yeah. it's just see for me because i want to say something here because part of the thing what i dislike about it is like i I had plenty of time in my life mm-hmm. where there was a group of drunk adults screaming at each other. Yeah. And like that was like a large childhood. portion of my childhood. <laughs> so I don't need that in TV programming anymore. <laughs> like the way there. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia bothers mm-hmm. you. Yeah, That's what the housewives do to me because it's just women like trying to hurt each other's feelings in my mind. At least like that's like my yeah. broad stroke painting no, is sometimes like sometimes that's absolutely what's happening. And, and and I do have to say financial frenemies is just like an insane thing to be yeah, like financially but, like because they need each other to continue making money in this weird fucked up totally. prison we've put them in. <laughs> we didn't put them in that prison. Well together we did. As a society Hell we fucking no. put them I mean they, it's a it's a glorious prison. It's a glorious prison. Oh my goodness. Everyone everyone gets these lights shined on their lives. And like, what is it? Like one out of every 10 is a <laughs> put in jail. <laughs> like, I mean, probably that sounds like it's about the right ratio. But yeah, I don't like when there's a lot of fighting. It gets it actually gets boring. Yeah. I was happy this week's episode of Beverly Hills, which is my favorite cast. Um, 
forever my favorite cast too. Um, everyone was like getting along this week. Oh, nice. I know finales is coming week, so we know that's not going to happen. There's going to be a four part like reunion. It's going to be. Oh, live it up. I know. Jumping back to what we were yes. saying, we were saying we're not going to be alive for 80 years from now. Like even without the young parents, the young parent death and that feeling of mortality, even yeah. without that, 40 has like a natural progression of like, wow, you're 40 now. Like, See, I don't know. I don't think that's what it was for me. It's just a I, high I, number is what I mean. Eh. Yeah. Well, it's not... No, I mean, listen, it's high when I, I like, and I'm not like, I am contradicting myself right now saying like, you know, our dad's died so soon. And I think part of the realization, you know, that was part of it for me with being like, oh, you're 40. But for me, I'm just like, ooh, I've had a good nearly 20 years of like adulting under my belt now. And like, you know, I still don't really feel like an adult for lots of reasons. A, the fact that like we don't have children, I think, I think for a like that will forever make me feel like a child myself. Yeah. But that will also <laughs> probably be helpful in the long run to feel like a child oh, yeah. later, later on in life. And then also and like once like water runs, still. once like we're out of water when we're like 65 yeah. and we are oh, hopefully God. getting invited to the alpha totally. Centauri planet to be able to drink water with the 1%, like we'll be happy that we don't have a third water. Yeah. Well, feed. we'll be allowed to go up because it's only two of us. Yeah. Everybody's children not allowed. Nope. <laughs> or you got to like leave sandals. your kids behind. <laughs> it's like one of those resorts. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no kids. Uh, but the the mortality thing comes into play. Like at least, and then you make this big leap in life where you leave your job where you've been working in like uh, TV marketing yeah. executives for a while, streaming marketing yeah. executive. You leave that job in the pandemic because it for a while didn't feel like what you really really wanted anymore yeah and then over the pandemic leave half asked to leave <laughs> well the thing is over the pandemic since you, that thing that took over your life that yeah. job it was and, terrible it was and it was terrible miserable. and you were like wait this is because now you have nothing else either like right. when it, it it was probably equally terrible for a while yeah. but you could at least go away on a weekend every once in a while and be on your phone there was and no dealing escaping. with it. Yeah. it was it was and i think i I did talk about this though, I think, because we did do a podcast during pandemic, but there was like this Burger King commercial during the time. And it's like, are you working from home? Or is home or working? Is, or are you, yeah, wait, I can't, now I can't remember right now. It's like, because are you working from home or are you living at work? And that's what it was. We were all living at work. And yeah. I was sitting at that monitor like 18 hours a day in back to back Zoom meetings. Uh, just nightmare it was listening brutal. to you know nonsense on a regular basis well it, and it, it was just like with, what am i with doing able to myself? focus on it being able to like look at it you were like holy shit like really think about it and slow down life enough yeah. we weren't caught up in the and rat race is like cartoony and maybe reductive but like you weren't caught up in the like Oh, cool. Hey, everyone at my cool office job. Oh, like, hey, we're going out for drinks. Oh, I can go to dinner. We're going, I'm traveling for work. When that camaraderie part of the job yeah. gets eliminated, when the office element gets totally. eliminated and getting something for you, like you are a extrovert person, you fuel mm -hmm. off other people. So like you lose, you know, like you lose that part of the job. You lose the part of the job where everyone dresses cute and is friends. Like you lose the part of the job where you're on set at locations that's shit you the love. stuff I miss I trust me I did not miss going into an office every no, no, day no, I did miss seeing my my friends right, every I'm day the like that eliminated part of it. some of the some of the few the, positives yeah, the few of positive an intense things job that like there that. were yeah like the best drinks for free ever right so like all that but no like that and like going to sets and traveling like all that stopped like the, literally 
the main part of doing like a lot of what we all do in entertainment, and if you're in it, is because of these extra perks and these fun, ridiculous things you get to do. Yeah, the reason why you break your fucking back and make low money forever is so that like you get invited to that cool, truly MTV, you know, the Christmas party. If you worked 44 weeks out of the year for this cut rate, you got invited to the Christmas party at Hammerstein Ballroom and everybody wanted that. Totally. And we were like in our 20s and like that was like a really big deal to go out. Someone's going to pay for you to drink for the night. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, sign me up. Um, And then, you know, as you, you know, I got to travel the world because of my last job. I worked in marketing. Um, at a few companies and stars. Um, I traveled a lot for them um, internationally. International production. Internationally. Right. AMCA, I traveled a lot domestically, like a real lot domestically, which was great because I hadn't seen that much of the country. So yeah. that was really exciting right out of college. And We're then, two people who like to travel I and like to, travel. to be yeah. out of our quote unquote comfort zones, yeah. whatever you want to call you know, it. I got like, to go to Scotland. Like that was so much fun to work on Outlander. We and got to go to New Zealand together because of your job. You, and you met me in Scotland one time. Here, like talk about dumb perks. You got, you were going to New Zealand for work yeah. and we were like, shit, are we, are we should go, but it's going to be so expensive for me to go. Then I get asked to MC. Oh my gosh, this is right. I forgot about this. I got asked this. to MC an event through a friend, through HeadGum. I think Jake or Amir actually hooked it mm-hmm. up. Uh, and it was like, to do for like Air a, New Zealand. Like a, I had to like host a pilot a red party. carpet thing, yeah, right? They were like revamping their planes and we're yeah. doing like a fake premiere party for it. And they just wanted me to pretend to be like a Entertainment Tonight journalist waiting outside. Um, and I, my compensation, while it was a, a annoying gig and it didn't pay a lot, I got one round trip first class flight to yes. New Zealand. And then you're going to New Zealand and you're going for work. So there, and we were like, I guess I'm going. And then it was like, perfect. I had six days in Auckland while you were working to like live a city life. And then we had like Mm -hmm. a four day little vacation that we had tagged on, on the island of Oaxaca, which ended up being like one of our favorite places in the world. We'd move there tomorrow if we could. Uh, Fuck. And we can. Oh my gosh. And we eventually can. And we can. Dude, we, why are we talking? Hold on. Wait, do we have to get off (laughs) online? Do we have to like discuss? Our mothers will. Well, keep this on. Murder. Keep this on, Mike. But we are talking about rather than buying a a home home in L.A. Mm-hmm. You and I are talking about buying something that's more of a vacation of home the city. Yep. and kind of like split split in time and yep. uh, using this as our home base mm-hmm. slash work mm-hmm. location. So wait, so for literally all of you who have no idea who I am or what I'm doing. So just really quickly, because we're talking about all this and I don't think we I really- think people got to know, right? I mean, they, I yeah. mean, I'm sure most of them know. Right, right. But I'm sure yeah. you, so you, you talk Tiffany about Gavis. it. <laughs> Tiffany Gavis, John's wife, blah, blah, blah. We got, we got that part. But I left doing entertainment marketing and I opened up a floral boutique basically here in LA. Out of, our, um, out of your out of, apartment? Out of our apartment. Um, And it's been a dream of mine since I was in my 20s. Like we graduated from college and I had this degree and I'm like, I just want to do flowers. My mom's like, you're going to make like $20,000 a year. What was one of the first gifts I got you? And yes. And when we graduated, John got me a book on flower making, flower arranging and, you know, the types of flowers. And it's at my mom's. I've got to go dig it up. And like I would be at like work all the time with like my friends. um, And I'd be like, guys, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I'm like, I just want to have like a little flower truck. I'm like, and I just want to drive it around and I just, it'll just be so much fun. And, and we don't have to, I don't have to worry about like dealing with a shoot or talent, not liking something or just literally any of the dumb fun, but dumb stuff that 
can we deal with? I want to deal with other dumb things like flowers. They're so stupid and pretty and fun. And well, that's like, what I want like to a, do. I used to say about lifeguarding, like a stressful day at the beach is still at the end of the day at the beach. At a the stressful beach. day surrounded by flowers yes. of busting your ass is still you're in the fucking, for someone who loves flowers. Yeah. People who don't even particularly love flowers would truly enjoy to be surrounded by flowers oh for an gosh. afternoon. It's nice. It's and for someone best. like you who really loves oh. flowers, who comes at comes at it not from like, oh, I wanted to do this since I was a kid. This is a family tradition. Comes at it purely from the love of making flower arrangements Obsessed. for friends and buying flowers yes. for yourself and and plants and all that. Yep. Purely of the love of like like I did in the early 2000s for comedy where I was like, wait, I'm like love making people laugh. I love watching totally. comedies. I just want to do that. You, you had, you had, but you're a person also who has like high, uh, high taste level. Yes. Like you couldn't really crumb bum for 20 years either. No. Like trying to get something together. That's not like your no, vibe either. Gosh, no. Yeah. While I was fine with like, you know, making, you know, $8,000 on the books for a couple of years in our twenties no, while to... doing psychological experiments at Brooklyn college on myself for oh my $250. God, did so much stuff. weird shit. I did so much, so much weird, weird shit, shit for money to just not like work street in an teams office. Before like street teams were like really even oh, a I did thing. street teams. I had to dress up as the guy from balls of fury oh my God. and take Remember pictures that? with people. With pe- playing ping yeah. pong in I bars. dressed as Ben Franklin <gasps> and went to the UPenn alumni yes. parties. I did like so much dumb Shit, I, I answered Craigslist money, ads for like jobs. I taught private, uh, t- private verbal jousting class to a CEO who was like, "I feel like I'm getting roasted in the office," and wanted me to like help him learn oh, how to right. handle that. You like went to that guy's house? I went to didn't his you? fucking insane apartment where he had a fucking six foot like uh, black and white photo of a lion, and <sighs> I'm and. So he's like wants me to help ro- like learn how to handle roasting because he's an international businessman. Yeah. And the Brits and the UK people there, you know, they like to take the yeah, piss out of you. Yeah, they like to take the piss. So like Lots if you of can't, and so you have to be able to handle the banter. And so we were just like practicing banter. Yeah. And I would just get to like bust the CEO's oh, balls. That's so fun. And then just tell him like how to like make sure you never offend any. Like he, he just didn't, he was a little, uh, less friendly faced than me. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like sweet, sweet teddy yeah, bear face. Yeah, he was arguably neuroatypical. <laughs> okay, like, yep. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I would feel bad diagnosing him, but he didn't express positive emotions well in his face. Yeah. So he always, so we were working on like that and like had it. Mm-hmm. And so this, he has this fucking six foot and I'm like, yeah, for example, you're a fucking cliche, man, if you got this a giant black and white lion photo and you're like the king of the CEO jungle yeah. or whatever. So I'm busting his balls. He goes, I took that photo on safari and I was like, and you think that changes what I'm making fun of you for? Yeah. You fucking I was like alpha motherfucker. Yeah. But I couldn't believe this. I met an actual dude who printed up a six foot picture. He took of a lion and had it in his apartment and a West village apartment, even for the wealthiest dude, which he was. Yeah. He doesn't have, an insane amount of wall space. Right. So that probably took <laughs> yeah. up like a decent. Up like one twelfth of his wall yeah, space yeah, yeah. is just a lion photo he took. <laughs> Such a fucking whack alpha move. Sorry. Back to you. We are on tangent number 45. Hey, or... <laughs> it wouldn't be an episode of High and Mighty if we didn't get there. So now you're yeah. doing flowers oh my God, out of the, the house. Best. And yeah. honestly, like my life has changed in so many ways. I literally feel like I'm back in high school. 
in terms of like my stress and anxiety, I was a stress case working at my last job. Um, it was just the culture of the place that I worked at. I ended up having to go on Lexapro yeah. to deal with my anxiety. And I had arguably to- you changing in your relationship with that kind of environment of like, wait, yeah, why like, am, what I am I participating Why am I doing yeah. this to myself? Like what is, ha- what is yeah. happening? Why am I, why am I allowing something to mm. make me have to go on antidepressants to have to go do acupuncture to go yeah. to therapy. And I love all those things. They're great. And let me tell you, I'm never going off of Lexapro. Put that shit in the water out here. But, <laughs> but you know, at the age of nearly 40, for something to have such a profound effect, a negative effect on me like that because of you the work environment. You physically changed in the last... You only left your job... This episode comes out sometime in October. Yeah, you've only been out of your job for seven months. Seven now. months, yeah. And you're, you've completely physically changed. Physically I've changed. I've lost like 30 pounds, um, which I would always tell everybody, I have to lose 30 pounds. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? You don't have to wait. I'm like, you guys, you don't understand. This is not my normal body. I was super curvy and I fucking loved every ounce of it. But it's just like, it never felt like me. I embraced it and I loved it. But I'm like, I don't even feel like myself physically either. And, and we should also connect this here for uh, just because I like to be informative to the listeners. Also, you kind of in the slowdown of uh-huh. the, of uh, working from home of the pandemic, you actually did have some way, time wait, for. Sorry. I, sorry, I did not lose that 30 pounds in the last seven months, just so everybody knows. I don't yeah. want people also to think like this has been almost a year in the making. No, no, because that's what, that's <laughs> what I'm about to get to. Came earlier, off. earlier in the working from home and you were able to get to a doctor. Yeah. And you were able to, yeah. you had some time to yourself because uh-huh. you weren't busting your ass like a crazy yeah. person to get to a doctor and you found a new endocrinologist or yeah. or at least- Last Dr. Goldberg, Theater, Cy and I, if anybody uh, so needs found, an endocrinologist. Because for the pe- for maybe some people don't know that you are mm-hmm. type, type one, one diabetic mm-hmm. um, and in good company, a lot of great people, Steve Brandano from the Howard Stern yep. Show, Dave Holmes mm-hmm. from Is everything. Yeah. Yep. Um, but- uh, you got on a new, uh, you were managing your diabetes in a new way that you weren't previously yeah. that so, works for some people, doesn't work for some other yeah. people or whatever. I was and able to find a new medication because of my doctor, which was a yeah. huge, huge thing for and me. And then arguably also the Lexapro probably helped you lose weight too because you weren't like maybe depressed like depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were able to like get up and get moving and yeah, I, not I, eat to f- and drink to an feel. Al- I don't even set an alarm anymore to get up in the morning. I just naturally get up I you because could, you're happy and excited to do what you I'm get so to do I'm so happy and energized it's like annoying to me I, you know what I, I mean like, it's I oh but I'm so happy dealing for with you. me thank you it's well that's how I'm able to <laughs> deal with it I'm so happy for you and like exhausted by it yeah. but like it's worth it you know what I mean yeah it's but cool. it is like watching the watching fireworks and you're like this is awesome and then it's like has the fireworks not stopped for yeah, seven months? Like, my eyes are starting to hurt. My ears hurt. How many grand finales can there be? <laughs> right. <exactly. laughs> how many? Oh my God, I just made the best thing I have. I mean, you're still new in your career, so you're going to keep making yeah, better well, than ever. And that's the thing. Like, you know, practice makes perfect. And, you know, I I always made flowers. Like, because you always told me you have to get a hobby. You have to get a hobby. Because all I had was work, work, work. So flowers kind of became like my my hobby because it signified to me that I was home when I wasn't traveling, right? And I'd be around for a couple of weeks to be able to make something and then like enjoy it. And then look at it and then on look the at table it or on the coffee table or at the Listen, ma- as yeah. a florist, trust me too, 
Um, I know flowers are not cheap. It, it is expensive, you know. No, yeah. And there's a reason it's well, like they're expensive. After I think now as that you I have say to, as a florist, now that you're ooh, purchasing they're them, they're cheap at- actually. <laughs> <laughs> they're cheap. Whatever your florist is charging you, they're not charging you enough considering everything that goes what the into cost of the cost, parts is the time, yeah. the money, the energy, like yeah. the hours that will like literally. If you've received an arrangement for me, a thank you so much. I really appreciate you. And B, no hours went into getting it to and that's just for my end that's not that's not my wholesalers that's not the farmers the delivery the the delivery people i mean that is nothing that is nothing compared my my several hours of time per arrangement is nothing in comparison to like the grand scheme of what went on to make an arrangement right to get that like a one freaking stem to your ass took so much time <laughs> and effort yeah and and the global supply chain yes, yeah yes and we're in a terrible like shortage with it right now because of the pandemic because farmers were let go during this and people like lost a bunch of their their harvests and everything and now getting people to get and anyways it's a whole thing so um Tip your waitress and uh, <laughs> tip everybody. Tip everybody. If you, if you have it, if you have it, tip. <laughs> you have it, tip, guys. Please tip. spread it out. We can't take it with us. Tip and know and... that uh, Floris isn't overcharging you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, feels, baby. Hit me right in the feels. Feels? What are you talking about, Gabrus? I'm talking about feels, F-E-A-L-S, uh, which is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. And it helps naturally reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. A few drops under the tongue and feel the difference within minutes. I take it uh, in the morning with my cold brew. As a matter of fact, I already had a few drops and now I'm sipping on that cold brew. Uh, and then I have a few at night, uh, along with the rest of my nighttime regimen. Um, and feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no hangover or addiction. Uh, and if you're new to CBD, they offer a CBD hotline to help you guide your personal experience. Um, so if you join the feels community, get feels delivered to your door every month, you'll save on every order and you could pause or cancel anytime. So start feeling better with feels. Um, it's CBD. It's natural. No hangovers. Uh, I use it for the, uh, you know, tackle sleeplessness without like feeling super woozy and stuff in the morning. So become a member today by going to feels.com slash mighty and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F E A L S.com slash mighty to become a member and get 50% off automatically taken off your first order with free shipping feels.com slash mighty. Oh, there's nothing more personal than your health. And if you're a high and mighty listener, you know we love our health and supplements on this show. So when it comes to finding the right nutrition to meet your fitness goals, you need a personalized approach. And luckily, Gainful hooks you up. Uh, they uh, So I got some uh, post-workout protein, some pre-workout, something I don't normally take. But also I got some hydration packets, you know, some electrolyte uh, beverage, and those are great. The electric lemonade or strawberry lemonade flavor I got is really good, very helpful. I like to drink it while I'm working out or on a particularly sweaty, thirsty camping trip or something like that. So uh, for me, I 
I really enjoy it. The taste is great. So get started by taking the five-minute Gainful quiz. Gainful considers your dietary needs, goals, and unique physiology to personalize your formula. They deliver your supplements with no shipping charge every month. Cancel or adapt your plan as needed. All Gainful products are formulated by their on-staff registered dietitians and are backed by pro-level exercise. Every, you know, science, every Gainful customer gets complimentary one-on-one access to a dietitian. Uh, rigorous quality control process ensures your supplements have as clean ingredients you can pronounce along with zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. So start your personalized fitness journey today with Gainful. To get $20 off your personalized supplements, go to Gainful.com. That's G-A-I-N-F-U-L.com slash mighty for $20 off. Gainful.com slash mighty. Gainful. Personalized nutrition made for your tastes. Yeah, so you, in that time, you got your diabetes lined yeah. up. You started to be able to, the world slowing down allowed you to be like, fuck, what do I prioritize in life? Yeah. And this is kind of what I was going through simultaneously, uh-huh. but mostly with just like my self-actualization of like how I was looking at myself. Not like, I didn't make any like true career shifts or anything mm-hmm. like that. But in my mind, I, I had like a little bit of a paradigm ways. shift of yeah. like what I care about yes. now. Yeah. And I think that's something that both of us talked about and what we cared about. And listen, I love money. Everybody loves money because we need money. It's very annoying to need money. Yeah. It's, I wish money would go. I literally tell every single person when they're like, how's everything going with flowers? I'm like, I wish how I feel paid the bills. I would be, I could like literally cover like everyone's like um, mortgages in, in like all of Los Angeles. Like truly, like it's so rewarding and amazing. But unfortunately, it doesn't pay. That doesn't pay the bills. Right. Um, but what you can do, we're learning as adults, is keep the bills as low as possible down. and not be, and you won't need as much money. Knock your, exactly. knock your taste down. An- no, mm, you don't have to knock your taste down. Knock your uh, your frequency of things. yeah. You're like yeah. Just become more keep well, your taste if you've got it. Well, something that's also <laughs> something that's also happened in the last year is like your style has shifted a little. You used to be like a bleach blonde, like yeah. a platinum blonde, and now you're natural nice, hair color is fully blonde. out. It's, it's so nice, longer than it's ever been. What I was doing all those years bleaching this yeah. foolish girl. Oh my god, guys, yeah. spent so much money for anyone out there. You know, when you get your hair done. Oh my God, you spend so much time and money. Mm-hmm. Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in a year. Yeah. Hours. I would go, someone do the math and tell John how gross this is. I would go like every eight weeks, call it and spend like $600. Yeah. With tip and everything. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Figure that out. <laughs> don't figure that out. I'll throw no, up don't everywhere. figure it out. Don't. Then we'll know why we don't have a house. No, the other, <laughs> the other part of that though is like what you're about to say is you sat in the chair for five yes. hours every eight Ugh. weeks too. And that's, Awful. that adds up to a full day at the end of a year. I know. Over after sitting in a chair all day long at my Yeah, now you gotta go job. on your day off and sit in the chair. Ka-ka. Yeah, no. Ka-ka. And now you're like, oh, so if I don't, to have that and that's i also feel like when i was saying the phrase rat race because i was caught up yeah. in the rat race too like you're like at your cool office seeing and you're like oh i gotta make sure my hair looks good my outfit looks cool you know yeah, like, and then you're meeting with like you know i'm sorry it's celebrities and wealthy showrunners and stuff like you need to be presentable like i would used to go and get my nails done every other week 
I hated getting my nails done. I didn't want to do that shit, but I felt like I had to do that shit because I yeah. had to look presentable. And then not only that, I'm in creative. So it's like, oh, you're the, in the creative field. So make sure everything looks fucking perfect. Yeah. Hair done. You're like, in like an aesthetic you're field. You're in an so aesthetic field. So it's like everything needs to be like on point. Yeah. But, and may, and we should say just for people's sanity. Like this, it needs to yeah, exactly. This could be. It doesn't. And I would argue that part of it was in, in it, from inside It you, was. Of and course. I think a lot of that is changing. I mean, like, listen, I don't want to like, be like, we're those old people, but like, you know, working in this industry for nearly 20 years, think about the people then who were the superiors to us, right? Mm. Or you've got people in like your 60s, 70s. So they, they've been around. So they're, they're a very different generation. So there's a different mentality with, with things that is definitely changing. But like generationally, like what I grew up with and what, you know, I remember like we, we, you had to dress a certain way. I remember my first job at New Line Cinema. And we worked in entertainment in New York City. In New York City. And yeah. and I wasn't allowed to wear jeans to the office. And John bought me a pair of seven jeans, which back then were probably like $180, which even today is still so much money to spend on jeans. But back then we were like really like we had we literally had like no money at all. And it was a big we deal. Had- we had negative money. We have money. like negative money, truly like negative two, money. Two rounds of student loans, yours being about double what Ugh, mine were. Awful. And then we, between the two of us, had like 40 grand in credit card debt. Yeah, crazy. In our 20s. And we're yeah. working our fucking asses yeah. off. <laughs> like, crazy. And I just wanted to wear them to work. Just living a life that we really, truly can't afford no. by like just charging shit and not paying the full total balance. Yeah. Just so many con- scams. So, I never did that. You were you were the I was constantly hopper, opening like, Discover cards for zero percent. Charging stuff so you'd have the cash. <laughs> yep. I but, was, um, um, I couldn't even wear my jeans to the office. And that's another thing that I've realized too is, you know, for anybody that like that knows me or, um, you know, sees me from John's pages or if you follow Sweets or Life, um, the Sweets or Life, sorry. Um, I dress like a cuckoo bird. I like dressing like a cuckoo bird. I like mismatched patterns and prints and being loud and flamboyant with how I dress. I had to suppress that. For so much of me had to get suppressed yeah. over the last like fifteen, or at least years you from felt like America. you had to. Like no, yeah, you, you, no, it, no. I it did. I it was told. It was right. I told to tone yourself down personality wise. You're too much. You know. You know. You're a woman, so they're not going to take you as seriously. And I'm like, I can't crack jokes during a meeting. Like, what the hell? Like, I don't like this. Okay, sure. You know. You know, making sure that you you know were dressing a certain way, just so you were taken seriously, or because like things were mentioned to you about the way you were dressing and how you were perceived. And I'm just like, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Yeah. I felt that in my infuriating. Years. I was like, yeah. I'm never working a job where they make you wear a suit. Hell no. I would not you, do that. Right. Shit. I'll never forget. You always said that. And I remember you poor thing. You had that one temp job. Well, I had a few temp jobs where I had to wear but a suit. No, but I, I meant was specifically desperate. the one and they sent you home. They sent me home and they uh, <laughs> told me to go wet my hair down in the, and they hated that I had a mustache and I didn't have any dress clothes because I was poor. So I just had like jeans, yeah, but like I had a right tucked in college. shirt and wearing like a sports coat and they were like, "You go, can you just go home? Yeah. <laughs> that was Lehman Brothers. I'll never forget that shit. And I will always, always hate fucking dress fuck codes. Fuck you, Lehman Brothers. <laughs> I fuck, well, yeah, fuck the Lehman Brothers for a number of reasons. This fucking <laughs> bailout scum wait but should like, i start shouting who else like just kidding no 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 i'm no just kidding bridge burning parties i know here. i For was you. warned everybody i'm okay to like take my career down a peg i'll start naming names right now i'll no. give out handles <laughs> no don't all those ex-co-workers that i didn't like you oh, know who you shit. are if you're listening to and if you know who <laughs> i'm talking about let them know that you're hearing this <laughs> that's crazy i doubt they don't listen <laughs> nobody knows <laughs> yeah, nobody uh, cares <laughs> but and now you feel you didn't you're you're not anything 
you're very different person than you were four years ago, but you're more yourself now yes, than ever complete, before as well. Complete, completely. That's exactly correct. Yeah. And I think that it, that is getting out from being in a under corporate America, honestly, mm-hmm. you can, Free Britney, free all of you working in corporate America. Oh, let's can we just have a moment for Britney? Like, ugh, oh, so good. I'm so that happy. poor thing. I just the it's like that man better fucking rot in jail. Rot oh, in jail. I think karma will be unkind yeah. too. What's the other thing I always say when I don't like someone? I'm like, it's fine. I don't care. I'm like, karma. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, it's okay. It'll but come also, back to them. That the job, anyone who burnt anyone who that's behind you now. That's no, in I that know. fucking rear view. Totally. That, and like, you know I don't what? Care. You don't even have to deal with corporate America. No, it's America so nice. I love yeah. it. But I'm just saying like, I know what it did to me. Mm-hmm. So I feel you if you're out there <laughs> and you're like, this place is wearing me down because it did. It wore me down. And personality wise, aesthetic wise, like everything. And yeah. now I just feel like I'm finally myself. And, and it's not even because like, oh, I'm 40 and I don't give a shit. I never gave a shit in my personal life, but it was always at the office and then that takes up the majority of your space and time mm-hmm. <laughs> and your budgets for your money and your closets and now I don't, oh my god that was one of my favorite things I got to do I went through my closet and anything that I bought exclusively for work that it was either like oh I'll just wear this to work or you know I bought it and then I only wore it to, I was like goodbye never want to see you again I threw I donated I donated so much stuff I was like nope 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 fuck yeah it Get felt that so shit. good yeah I know I haven't put on jeans in two years Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah, I don't. Do even... Do your jean shorts count? Oh my! I, I have been wearing <laughs> your acid wash. I've been wearing acid wash <laughs> denim uh, shorts. So cute from, in them. Shout out Bare Bottom. Uh, that's a company. If you want to sponsor, <laughs> I think I'd you make should. a good uh, model. <laughs> I got the thighs, and uh, the name is fitting. But uh, I haven't put on jeans in forever. I haven't tucked in a shirt in forever. Does I haven't worn great. I haven't worn layers in for. You know what I mean? Like I haven't worn. Yeah. Un- I've undershirts are out i never do it again i know i love that my brother said something to you when we were home in new york this year right yeah. he was like yo bro like what's up like he's no like, more he's like you don't sweat i'm like i sweat like a monster but i don't care about that now you're and gonna I sweat feel... through two and versus one exactly and i feel better in yes. an open shirt with no shirt on underneath yes. and i'm like fuck well then i just want to feel good all the time mm-hmm. and the quarantine really let me become myself in the same way and yeah. that i'm just like the listeners are probably tired of hearing about it about it that at this the, the, point the, 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 about <laughs> it at this point because i uh i'm always talking about it but it's like i feel like i've just and i was always kind of chill but i think i feel like i've gotten myself more chill like i've taken the pressure off i always mm. <laughs> <laughs> like at, not not, I mean, I'm like a duck. I'm like chill on the surface and underneath I'm fucking like, paddling brrr, like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, like in my, in my like self-prescribed rules or um, ambitions I had, goals yes. I had, I was like treating myself negatively, I believe. I agree. And, and I was not chill about that. And now- No, and I don't think you were ever- appreciative of yourself enough like to realize like what you had accomplished or what you were currently doing yeah ambition it was always is like bad to yeah me. It was, I, I do it poorly you were it was always like what you weren't doing or what you weren't getting versus like it's hard it's focus hard, yeah. on what you have like you've got a lot of great cool shit going on right like, right no it's hard yeah, no it is hard yeah. no i agree but like you, you always want more more you is do more. always and right more is more 
It's more is more. More um, is more. Mm-hmm. The sweets are life tagline. It is my tagline. Just At marketing the all life on day long. Instagrams. Thesweetsarelife.com on the web. <laughs> <laughs> and that's sweet, like the word sweet with a Z as in zebra, E-R. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll get to plugs. We'll get to plugs. Now I know the real reason why you want no. to sit on the podcast. Yeah, good news for you too. I also pay my guests now since uh, the start of the pandemic. Oh, you do? Yeah. I owe you. I have negative. Negative income right now. <laughs> get the cash. You'll get the cash. And soon. that is the thing. I'm making no money and I feel so much better. But I will say I am very fortunate because like you were working, you've got your your stuff going on. I and had you, worked, and you got a severance package. I got severance package. We had we had been savings for so long. We were saving because you knew you didn't want to stay there. I didn't want to stay there. Yeah. I I was like, I was like, I have an exit plan. Like this is what it's gonna be. We yeah. were pocketing stuff. I mean, um, I've been saying to you for three years, like if we spend less money, you don't need to make as much. Right, money. exactly. And but like, like I you couldn't, don't, I'm not I couldn't compute to the golden that. handcuffs of the job no. you have now. Yeah. I just needed a pandemic to happen to right. grow my hair out. So I realized my natural hair color is so beautiful and I don't need to color and I don't need to spend But it that really money. was because. <laughs> but it really was though, seriously. Because you couldn't get your hair done. Yeah. Because I couldn't do blank. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you you adjusted, like, because I didn't need to ever get dressed for an audition. Yeah, I stopped like wearing makeup on my face. Like, I only wear tinted moisturizer now. You guys, Every, every day, wake up, moisturizer, then my primer, then my tension moisturizer, then some sort of like touch up foundation underneath, then a powder, then a bronzer. That was just my base. Then we're not talking about the eyeshadow, the this, the da, 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 da. And pre- previous oh. to Kat Bardot to Bone Structure oh, LA's microblading your... Uh, Shout out every time I'm on here because that girl, between Kat and Dr. Goldberg, my life has been changed. <laughs> well, uh, sh- Kat Bardot, uh, or the uh, she runs Bone Structure LA, uh, she microbladed Tiff's eyebrows, mm-hmm. something that she was always doing makeup wise for a long time. And that so really fair, so self conscious. Bought her of that. 15 minutes. A, a day, yes, which is adds up over the course it does. of the year. Oh my gosh! And now, fast. and then you used to be so you would do all of that makeup, yeah. ev- almost every, every single day. day, and it would t- eat your morning so much time. And then when the world slowed down, you didn't have to do that. You're like, ooh, I'd rather have the time than have my face look yeah. like that. Yeah, and then it just like it didn't matter. And then what I realized is the less makeup I wore, the more my skin was clearing. Because part of the reason I was wearing so much makeup is because I was like. Oh, I have these like little blemishes or like a rosacea or like discoloration. My skin has gotten so, I mean, I still have, oh, I just punched the mic. It's probably annoying. annoying. Um, It's clear because my skin's able to breathe. Right. And it's just like, oh my gosh, this has been, this is amazing. Yeah. And you're, it's lower stress. It's way lower stress. It's the brain chemistry you know, too. Dog. No, listen, it's been really hard for me to not shop nearly as much. And I know you think I'm still <laughs> shopping way too much. He doesn't even he doesn't even know you guys. <laughs> I don't. He it's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's, well, here's what again, I could also say in response to that. Don't have a <laughs> I could say this in response. You don't even know. I don't know. I don't pay attention. Yeah. To like anything ever in life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, tra la la la. Um, and now even more so, guys, because I'm just getting high all day long and making flowers <laughs> in our kitchen. Our kitchen is beautiful. It's so much fun to go in there. Oh, it's heaven. I do a little tour sometimes. I'll post something. It is just like this little. She literally like, works in our kitchen uh, at our stove, which is off. She just yeah. uses it as a, a, a workstation, mm-hmm. more or less. Uh, we have 
refrigerator magnets that is are all like clippers and scissors yeah. and uh, florist tools. We have like hundreds of dried flowers and hundreds of votives scattered throughout the house. We, uh, it's crazy. It's we, crazy. And I'm like slowly turning it into like the house of my dreams slash the like store of my dreams because I as a child always loved going to a florist shop because it was like it felt so like enchanted and magical also and then grandma judy that, worked at one. Oh yeah my grandmother worked at one I um, my dad can't believe i forgot about that my right? grandmother worked at one and um debbie ended up doing who my grandmother worked for the flowers for our wedding uh-huh. um i feel like i'll put together like a little slideshow of some of all of this Oh, I'm sure you'll create I'm some sure content for some IG. Some sort of oh, content. Oh my god, we're gonna have to hear about Pull more yourself. fucking content. But um, oh, we want some of this. But um, also, I'm a maximalist, and I mean, that's all floor shops are. It's just a ton of stuff everywhere because it's the containers, it's the flowers, and it's also whimsical. My my parents had a a restaurant when I was growing up, and next door was a florist shop, and I would literally take because I have no concept of money. I would take all my money from the day day that I would make and I'd go over to the florist and I would buy something for myself and I'd go home with no money and nothing has changed like <laughs> yep. 30 years later but <laughs> well, now two people go home with no money <laughs> so that's fun but I have twice the money to spend now oh, Ooh, see how that interesting, works interesting <laughs> uh, that is the difference because when I was chasing my dream I also was having to temp and <clears throat> do all that crazy ass shit that we were discussing yeah but you kind of did that, front-loaded it for the oh, last- Oh, I, I put in my time. <laughs> you put in your 20 years. Yeah. You're, you're 16 years in the uh, business, uh, 17 years. And that was your survivor job. Yeah, you were, it you was. Built, you built up a lot of savings for us. Uh, made great uh, contacts. You made, made great contacts. Yeah. And you got a severance package when they laid- Yeah. When, you know, when you parted ways. Parted ways. <laughs> hey, yo, it's all PR, baby. Yeah, baby. So you got that. That's all earned by you, like from and set you off on your career. I scattered mine across coaching improv over twenty years or whatever. You know what I mean? Like gross. You just picked a sc- uh, for oh, the listeners. Tiffany no. just pulled a scab off of Artie's mouth and ashed it into our ashtray. And nobody had to hear that. Yeah, why? Well, uh, everybody had to hear that. It's pretty nasty. But Artie is a jowly dog. He's and he- jowly and scabby. If anyone is a Boston, you definitely know what we're talking about. Uh-huh. They're like, oh man, I'm gonna get real. I'm gonna gag. They're like rice crispy flakes dipped in blood. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> rice krispies with blood, like in dried blood. Krispies and blood. That's what they look like. Oh. That is disgusting. That is so disgusting. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. What's more gross, that or boogers and milk? Oh, oh that's my worst. Oh, for God, some reason, I, Tiffany's grossest thing that she can think of is having is boogers oh, God, in stop, milk. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like... Sorry to listeners. Trigger warning. Booger chat. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Um, how, how do you think I've, for the listeners who are so tired of hearing from me, how do you think I've changed in, in, over the course of uh, the quarantine or in this, what, what we called it a midlife crisis, as no, like a, but you're calling it a midlife revolution? No, I call it a midlife awakening. Ooh, and that's okay. what I wanted the podcast to be renamed because we all talk about crises. And at like, the end of the day, like I was in crises before. Like That's what was happening. Right. Well, that's arguably I, middle of life too. No, like but no, no. Because what happens is at 40, that's when people are like, oh my God, they start freaking out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, And I'm like, 
no, 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 no. There will be no freaking out. We 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 were in a bad situation before. We're not going to continue in the, that situation anymore. Arguably, you just freaked out like at 38, 39 rather than 40. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is that like an omen? <laughs> what? What do you mean? Well, does that mean I'm going to die even sooner? No, midlife doesn't mean directly at the midpoint. No, I'm very literal, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Hey, 78's a solid run. No, that's way too young. What? Hell no. That's way too young, dude. No, no. My family, I, I like I, I told you. I told you. I told you. Okay. You're well. going to 92 somehow. And I'm going to 102, 104, which is going to suck because I'm going to have like 10 to 12 years without you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I would prepare for more. No. <laughs> no one in my family. Pop-up Jim was the healthiest. He, he made it to 80 and that's it. Yeah. Right. No one else and made you're... it past. No one else made it past like 60 and 70. But you're going to. Oh, I know. I'm going to. Your mother already has. That's true. My mom is in her 60s. Aunt D. You you want me to live to 92, though. I do. You're going to do it. And that's why, because I will talk about how some of what you've changed, you've become like way more conscientious about what you're eating, drinking, not smoking. I mean, we're always smoking. We're currently smoking right now. Um, But we eat not cigarettes. Um, But that's still not good for your lungs. We know, we know, we know, mom. Moms. Um, But uh, you you've taken your health more seriously. And like, I think you've always talked about it and you dabble and you jump in and out of it, but you've been way more consistent. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's like, cause I see that if you put, if I put in the time now, I could maybe have it at the end. Yeah. You're going to yeah. live longer a hundred percent. And I think that's like, you know, and it's a hard thing to talk about somebody that, um, you know, I was concerned at one point, you know what I mean? About your weight and not because of anything more than your health. I love you, Billy. Right. I love right. you no matter what. You know what I mean? But it, and then it's a hard thing to like talk to someone about it. So I was so glad that you on your own, I think more so than me. I think we, we've obviously had discussions, yeah. but like realize like, yeah, I want to talking to Gemberling, I think maybe. And you're just like, yeah, we want to be here for a while. Yeah, for as long as we can. For as long as you can. And, and it's true. And maybe that is part of a little yeah. bit of like the midlife of it all. But I do think you just become aware of your age. You're just, you're an adult. Yeah. You're not a child I anymore. I also think truly the, uh, the action boys, like mm -hmm. talking to two real sober, healthy, yes. uh, health oriented. Yes. Uh, Such people. good influences. Thank you, Ben. Truly. Thank you, Sanger. But also they're so, they're so informed and learning so much from them. And they're also so concerned with longevity and, and wanting to be, yes, they are. and you know, Stanger had a literal death scare. Uh-huh. What's the matter? You just have ash on you. Oh, that's okay. You don't have to. What are you doing? Don't just I give me. I have to light the, it. it no, you don't have to light it. Well, it went out. <laughs> I can light it. We're fighting in real time, guys. <laughs> Here. Um, I think one, I didn't talk to that many people over the pandemic. Right. I talked to a different comedian or interesting person every week for mm -hmm. an hour for High and Mighty. But I did talk to the Action Boys for three to four hours a week, unbroken. Yes, you and did. And these guys live a completely different life than yes. me. And just, but, you know, Stanger's a dad who had a literal, uh, you know, uh, death scare. Yep. And then Rogers is like a dude who's trying to, you know, trying to be healthy and live long and brain working and it was just like so talking fit. to those guys was just like fuck yeah they, they were positive influences mm -hmm. it was just like but also positive influences and sounding boards of like oh shit yeah no i was thinking about they were like yeah man that you should definitely be doing that mm -hmm. you know or something like that it's like oh fuck yeah yeah no and you look amazing thank you i feel i feel so great. delicious I'm, I'm the lightest i've been 
Actually, I, no, we moved here. I weighed 275. Mm-hmm. So if I get down to 275, that'll be the lightest I've been in like 10 years. Yeah. Which is crazy. But I never really felt too overweight because like I like I didn't do a good job, but, no, but I did carry, do half marathons at you 300 do. pounds. And you also carry your weight really well. Yeah, no one really can guess how much I weigh. No, yeah. no. You're a big dude everywhere like yeah. you're super broad you've got you like that listeners <laughs> everywhere maybe <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, just uh your mic Move cuts it. out <laughs> mic cuts out for like the next minute it's like we had some technical difficulties and uh everything tiffany said after that was deleted by accident <laughs> mm. so that and wanting to be around longer because of and but part of it really was I started to learn that I valued experiences more than almost anything Mm -hmm, else. mm -hmm. And I was like living, having a job that was giving me experiences alongside money to spend on other experiences. Mm -hmm. And I realized that's what I was chasing so much. And I told you a couple years ago, I went to the beach with our buds, Ty and Quinn, Tyler from the aliens episode of high and mighty. Uh, We, I went to the beach with those guys who were playing Frisbee and I was tired in like 90 seconds and I was mad. Not, I was mad because I felt like, yeah, you're upset with yourself. I wanted to play Frisbee. Now yeah. I can't. And like, I just have to be like, all right, I'm going to go float guys. And I was like, I am not going to miss out on fun. Like, and truly totally, this is another, a, a thing you always call me like, or we discuss is like, I have like a little bit of camp counselor energy in group yeah. settings. I want, yeah. I want people to have a good time mm-hmm. and I like to have a good time. And then I realized it took even more than the fear of death, the fear of having less fun because I was out of shape. Yeah. And I was like, no fucking, you know what I mean? Like I want to be able to hike. I want to be able to swim to the far thing. I want to be able to surf. I want to mm-hmm. be able to. But you're also naturally attracted to physical sports and activities like you love rugby yeah you like surfing yeah i mean i know you do like your computer games and stuff but like you do also like outdoor things swimming yeah. you know so it you had a time out from that for a little bit you know what i mean because like you weren't doing that stuff and i think right. in like you know you started you're taking your what is jeet kwon do jeet kune do, jeet yeah. kune do yeah. lessons and those are outside in the park now so that's really nice you know what i yeah. mean and and also that's funny you're saying this because i have objectively become more outdoorsy in the last yeah and then years. the outdoorsy and, and then the outdoors- since moving to los angeles i've become more outdoorsy you have quote to unquote. Here, yeah kind of have to like you start hiking and it's there's just, you can use the outdoors a lot here. Mm-hmm. Not, That's why we never, were very rainy. fortunate during the pandemic. Right. To have I mean, that. things were closed down for a good portion too, but you know, yeah. we at least but had- it was still nice to go out and be, not be stuck in snow. Exactly. And the pandemic. Exactly. Uh, we understand we have some SoCal privilege there. Yes, we do. Uh, but I- have become more outdoorsy. I've become yeah. like, and I never really camped as a kid. And that's something I really love now. Love and I want to do all the time. Mm-hmm. And like, I like- I want to do more like outdoorsy adventure type things. And like, that's all like fitness will limit me. Like we talk because we want to hike Machu Picchu. We want to yeah. do like a uh, friend of the podcast, Ooh. Sean Clemens did for his honeymoon. Where it's so hard. They, yeah, exactly. But you got to like train for yeah. it. And it's like, well, for training for it is think, us hiking together, which yeah. is like a fun activity that we should probably do anyway to live longer. We should. But I think like I'd be fine if I just like popped out of balls the whole time. Yeah, I don't think I would be. <laughs> <laughs> they fuel me. We'll just be chewing Peruvian cocoa powder the whole walk. <laughs> 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 Cocaine. <laughs> no, I don't know. 
the so so I think that's another way of change is outdoorsiness. And it's funny that this is all kind of rolled in together because I do also believe an another like realization I came mm-hmm. to in life is like, and this is so anecdotal, but the people who I see who are living like good older person lives, like yeah. a, uh, not good, uh, enviable or yes, admirable yes, old yes. person like people lives. People that have like retired. Yeah, like, are mm-hmm. f- people who are very fitness oriented. Yeah, that's so and true. Like Tyler. Are, and people who are outdoorsy. Yeah, Like, like I'm thinking of people like Laird Hamilton, who's like 60. Let's say Tyler's parents. Yeah. In the Aliens episode. Yeah, Aliens episode. His parents who are... You, older so active they're so active and they they're amazing they look younger and seem younger when you hang out with them so much energy but wait why was i starting this um oh uh, uh, anecdotally i i noticed that a lot of older outdoorsy types like Mm -hmm. old surfers Mm -hmm. and old uh camp and old hikers and old like weird grizzled mountain guys and old they all had like a certain look to them where i was like that guy is like 60 something but looks like he can jog looks like he can uh, hike it looks like and i was like and then also look so good right now "Mm, thank you you're welcome and then also (laughs) potheads like yeah. legendary, like you meet these old, like you don't meet a lot of old alcoholics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you do. That's why we don't have two dads. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I, I'm using them as an example, but like then you see like JK, Willie, they died of cancer. <laughs> wow, w- Willie Nelson or whatever, you know, like, and you're like, oh fuck, you can like live forever. Mm-hmm. And there's just something about like I like turned to that, and I was like, weed, the outdoors, yeah. exercise, it all fitness. kind of like goes together. It does pair well. California, it is very Cali. <laughs> I understand so Cali, but. I've always been an outdoorsy person who liked to get fucked mm-hmm. up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But to me, the beach was outdoors. And then I never yeah. got into like hiking and uh, camping or any of that shit mm-hmm. when we lived in New York City. Because we lived in New York City and you heard how broke we were. We I, Like to leave t- the city was impossible. We couldn't afford it. <laughs> the only places we- <laughs> ticket. The only t- train tickets we would buy would be to go to our own parents' house yeah. to hang out for a weekend or whatever. Um but so I think like that has been something that opened up for me is like the outdoors yeah. and and I think it all kind of ties together of like wanting to live longer. And I do think being outside is good for like today, like you've mm-hmm. been walking Arthur every morning this week because I was uh, leaving early. Every week. Oh, right. Every week. Well, that's because I do. you're I up, get up for like really... three hours before me. I am. <laughs> and you have to sort of eventually take him out if I you do. woke I him up. I take him out every morning. Yeah. But like I took him out this morning and I was like, ooh, it feels so good to be in the sun at no- at 8 a.m. Oh you know what I mean? Beautiful. Like to just get hit with the sun. I woke morning. up so it's much. So e- nice. You wake up easier, I mm-hmm. think. You know what I mean? And the air like right now because it's getting cool again in the morning. Oh, I'm guys. Can we talk about how it's October? Ooh, Ooh, spooky season is upon us. I mean, I always say this, but it's spooky season year round over here. Oh, but everyone's catching up now, so it's great. Everyone's finally oh, catching up the to best us. Time of the year. Yeah, Tiffany is a real spooky queen. Uh, she's a person who panics when she sees a spider, but on October first, she puts fake spider webs and fake spiders everywhere. <laughs> What did now you I have eye boogers from him. <laughs> Ew, here, I must have a rag or something somewhere. <laughs> There's got to be a tissue. Oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. Look at that. Doo, doo, doo. How Get... entertaining is this for everyone right now? Well, but you yeah, don't no, have I to love... clean his eye boogers during the... You comment on it. I didn't. You did. Well, yep, I did. You're right. Okay, <laughs> anyways, when you give me a look. Um, stop making me self-conscious. Um, yes, spooky season. So excited. Spiders 
friggin' everywhere, even though I don't even know if I'm even that afraid of them anymore, honestly. Are you sure? Well. Are you going to go to Australia with me when I set up my Australian tour? No, those are different. Oh, those are real. Those are, those, those scare are like, me. yeah. Those that's scare like, me. The idea of seeing spiders like that do scare me. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I guess then if, if yeah, because I still don't think I'd go camping in the woods for lots of reasons. Spiders, rapists, murderers, you uh, know. Sleeping in a tent without three fans and an air conditioner. It's the most terrifying of all the things I just listed out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just kidding. Can we strike that from the record? No, you're like, you're a true crime head. So I like am a true crime head. Yeah. Brings up like that. Yes. And that's male privilege. Oh my God. It yeah. so is. Oh, it's so giant male privilege. How, how many, we don't have to go down this tangent, but just really quickly, how many things like in light of like everything that's been going on in the world in the past, like, let's say five years, have you realized has been male privilege? Yeah. Or white, white male privilege. privilege yeah. White specifically. privilege. I mean, that's a whole other yeah, fucking. I mean, that's a, that's. Those are two white big. Male pri- let's just say white, white let's just say, male. Let's just say white privilege is a huge group. Male privilege is a huge group, and I happen to be both. Both of them. Yeah. You're a fucking nightmare. Yeah. But like you, you. I mean, I talked about this. I talk about this people all the time. But like when we were first moving to Brooklyn, I was like so nervous. Like the night before we, I had to move out because I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna have to walk home by myself at night in the dark for like over half a mile. You know, because we grew up in the suburbs, like you get off the train, you've got a bunch of people getting off the train with you and you're getting right into your car, you're driving home and parking in your driveway. Yeah. I mean, let's be clear, nothing is more terrifying than the suburbs, but. <laughs> yeah, the city to me feels safer because it of does, like the amount of people, eyes. The yeah. amount of eyes and the people around, seriously. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But at night when it's late and it was a quieter neighborhood, shout out Carol Garden, so dreamy. I was like, holy fuck. And I remember you and Pat being like, like laughing at me about it. And I'm like, I don't think we laughed it, but I can uh, imagine. You know, you did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to just kidding? Strike that too. No, 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 It's fine. You (laughs) You guys, they laughed at me. Um, And I'm like, you don't realize. I'm like, I understand we are in a safe neighborhood, but as a woman, it is very intimidating walking alone by yourself at night anywhere, let alone, you know, in a city where things can right, happen. Right, right, And I ended up getting assaulted one morning on the street. Yeah, I know. It's, I'm still fucking angry. Oh, I was so, I'm still fucking angry about it, too. Yeah. Motherfucker. Grabbed my ass. Very obnoxious. Yeah. On my way into work, had to hustle to get in early for a plenty of Comic-Con. <laughs> Glamorous. <laughs> Ugh, it's so fucking, such a fucking problem. Uh the one cool thing was you went to the police station to report it, Ugh, and it was only was it was a the entire precinct was full of female it was cops. All female officers on it was amazing. They were like, "Get in the car right now. We're going to find him." We spent several hours driving around the neighborhood. They were furious. They were like, "See, this is what happens." They were like, "They just start off doing this, and then next thing you know, they're like they're moving up and they're grabbing someone's breast, and yeah, then they're going underneath and the shirt. You're yeah. braver and braver until they're escalating to the point of rape, and they're like, so we do not take this stuff lightly. And then we didn't find him, and then I went back to the precinct, and I had to do um, I had to go through books of potential people based on my identification of him, and um, nothing right, ever happened. You would have to have been yeah photographed at some point. Yeah, right? exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so it's so fucked up. It man. was so fucked up. Yeah. 
It's great. And you were like, you were like, that's something I didn't like. I almost didn't even stop to do anything about it because I was in such a rush to get to work. And I was just like so annoyed. And then I was just like, dude, I can't even pass this off. And not that you should ever pass something off, but ever. But I was like, it's not even like we were late. It we're laid out at the bar. Something was like walking by trying to be cute. I'm like, it is broad daylight. I can't even blame it on you being drunk and not knowing that it wasn't me. And maybe it was your girlfriend or something. I can't even do the stupid woman thing and try to think of an excuse as to why this could potentially be happening, yeah. but not necessarily on purpose of not, of course, you know what I mean? You do that whole thing. Right. But um, no, that motherfucker crossed the street. And then I just got so angry that he thought he could do it. And I just like lost my shit. I started screaming. Everyone stopped. Someone tried chasing him, but he took off. Fuck. I'll cross that guy's path at some point <laughs> in life. He's already dead. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, witchy woman. Uh, witchy woman. This is so fun because you've been on the show before. Uh-huh. And now we're at a part of the show. Yeah. Where you can actually plug something. Oh, my gosh. I can plug something. Yes, rather than just a, a show that you were working in the marketing for. Like, which yeah. I, but now you have like- but I did. I always said that. I always plugged whatever I was working on that. Right. Yeah. But now you're plugging something for yourself. Oh my God, yourself. for me, for myself. You know, yeah. it was also really fun, really quick tidbit. When um, I got to delete all the annoying apps from my office off of my homepage, and then I was able to move things over like my, I don't know, scanner for my diabetes- <laughs> So to the homepage so I could quickly <laughs> access that even sooner. So that's truly, we talk about this re- yeah. reprioritization and it's yeah. like you literally prioritize your physical. Lib- Libre. Your Libre is the yeah, name of it? Yeah, my Libre link. Um, and I moved that over to my homepage after I was able to take off my authenticators and all the other bullshit that was mm-hmm. on there. I was like, that was so liberating. I could have like cried. Oh, another cool thing so about nice. becoming more comfortable with yourself yeah. over the pandemic is you went uh, for the um, sensor in your arm for. Oh yeah, that didn't have anything to do with being. What do you mean more comfortable? More well, I was just oh oh like wanting to make my like my life easier. Yeah, and like yes yes make, make your life easier, and you were less self. You were becoming more yourself. Oh, I and didn't you were, care. I yeah. was never self conscious about that. I definitely did not give a well, shit. It was better. Than, it was just so uh, annoying to constantly have to take out. And prick your fingers. Prick my finger all the time, making sure my hands were like washed. Da, 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 da. It was just, it was so annoying. And then like, I'd be like, oh my God, did I drip blood somewhere? Because that had happened once or twice. You know what I mean? And then you want to like freak people out. So um, yes, I went and I finally had the arm thing put on um, just to make my life easier. And if anyone has diabetes and hasn't done it yet, I highly, I highly recommend it. I still don't have the pump. And I actually have moved even off of a lot of insulin because of my new doctor mm-hmm. and taking Forsiga. Um, Barcega, yes, mm-hmm, correct. Which is amazing. Um, ask your doctor. Ask your doctor today. <laughs> We're just playing. <laughs> fuck Big Pharma. I know, actually, fuck Big Pharma, but also thank you for Sega. Yeah, thank you for Sega for helping Seriously, her get Lexapro, her life I back. love you. Um, <laughs> it's a great combo. Why don't you uh, tell the people oh, where... Oh, yes, the people. If, if people if, listening to this want to check out some cool, beautiful flowers and potentially order them for someone in the LA area or... Or possibly domestically domestic. um i am creating arrangements i call them um sweets or li- lifers um because they are made from um silk and preserved um flowers so, they're so forever so they last forever um i do things that are also fully preserved if you want all preserved although those i don't ship because way too delicate that yeah. many pieces but um yeah i've been shipping several out throughout the country so far it's been really exciting we've got i think one went to like 
Chicago, Indianapolis. That's fun. Dallas, a few other places. Yeah, it's been really, really exciting. So um, yeah, check out The Sweets Are Life on Instagram. It's the, T-H-E, sweet as like sweet like candy, S-W-E-E-T, Z as in zebra, E-R, life, L-I-F-E, <laughs> dot com. Uh- this will be in oh, the wait, show that's notes. Oh, that's .com. That's for, that was for the URL, but it's just like the Sweets Are Life. Um, Sweetserlife.com also just goes to your Instagram. We'll direct so, you to Instagram. Yeah, yeah. so just follow her, follow the Sweets Are Life on Instagram yeah. and buy some flowers from the Sweets Are Life on Instagram, or at just least admire them. Just look at them and just see what she's doing because she really is doing some fantastic art. It's really Thanks, enjoyable. Honey. Yeah, I, I look at them like little pieces of art, and they are. Like, they're like they oh, are. Oh my god, you're so sweet. You're gonna make me cry. I mean, if fucking they're like little sculptures. Flowers is your fucking Van Gogh. You know what I mean? Yeah, like thank you're you. killing it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I and everything's always custom. Um, so I always like ask everyone to tell me something about the recipient. Yeah. Um, so I can make something special for them. But I have signature styles, et cetera, et cetera. It's really fun, <laughs> you guys. Just come hang out with me on Instagram. Oh, yeah. She be posting. <laughs> oh my God. I don't post that much. I post once a day to keep the algo going. It's mostly 90% of the time flower related. The 10% though is usually I'm posting when I'm with you and the likes just come through the roof. It must be nice having a D-list husband. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> but like, guys, like the flowers this much too. Yeah, well, I'm human art. You are human art. I'm living art. You're my king. They're just my little queens. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Uh, we do live in a matriarchal society, though, you and I. A thousand we, percent. We are king and queen of our domain, but the queen runs the show the here. The queen and the runs. Prince, she rules. The prince rules all, really. The prince thinks he does, because the, the queen allows him to the think prince, that. The prince and the queen have some sort of secret alliance. <laughs> <laughs> that's for shit sure. Uh, at the sweets or life, follow her, please. You got to check this shit out. Truly, it's really... I mean, I would be saying this about whoever was sitting across from me. Aww. It doesn't have to be my wife, but they're very fantastic flowers. Like truly something special. It's whatever, if you if you haven't seen them yet, like whatever you're picturing in your head, unless you're like very versed in the world of flowers, like if you're just imagining flower bouquets, you're like imagining wrong. Like wait Aww. till you see what Tiffany does. Oh because it doesn't crying. look like it doesn't. <laughs> it's not what you think flower bouquets can be, and I think that's what's like what uh, people. I mean, there are other people who are breaking boundaries like that too. But you're doing yes. something like you're fucking six months into a business, and you're doing something that doesn't look like what other people are doing. It's fucking great. Thank you. It's really cool. That's yeah. You're good at what you do. Um, enough about you. Now <laughs> it's time for my plugs, dudes, uh, and everyone else. Peoples, I've got. The Gino Lombardo Show Season 3 is coming back to Stitcher Premium. So go to stitcherpremium.com. Use promo code Gino for one free month. Um, and you could probably, if you wanted to wait 10 weeks and blow it uh, and then listen to all the Gino episodes in one month, I don't care. Uh, don't let Stitcher Premium hear that. Um, I, as for, you know, always there's actionboys.biz. We do have some free episodes in a free feed wherever you're listening to this app if you want to get a sniff of some free Action Boys. Um, and also I have a weekly um, movie show on Spotify Green Room, which is a, a new app where it's sort of uh, live listening rooms. It's and so fun. It's like radio. Oh, yeah. I'm doing like talk radio, which I've always loved even since I was a kid. 
And you're a Howard fan. We're Howard fan. Come from childhood, Howard childhoods. Yes, but now I'm all about Michelle Collins. Now you're a big Michelle Collins oh, fan. Michelle, Michelle Collins, I, guest in the New York Power Hour episode. Yes, yeah. I always loved Michelle. And she had a radio show forever as well on Sirius. But now she's officially over on Radio Andy. And I told her, I'm like, Michelle, I need you 24-7, girl. Get on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, get- I mean, I'm a huge Michelle Collins fan as well. And I do not listen to her show. But she is one of the funniest human Ugh, beings love her so alive. Much. Yeah, big fan of Michelle. Um, I've been on her but radio yes, but show. Your, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I listen to the radio show every Monday night when he does it because it just it is so much fun. It just feels like really like throwback and old timey. Like gather around and listen to the radio. Yeah, you can, you can talk and interact. You can, yes, you can like call in, quote unquote, yeah. within the app of Spotify Green Room. I can authorize you to speak, and you can speak in the room. And it's like long time, first time calling into a yeah. radio show. Um, and it's fun. I'm talking about a new release movie every Monday night at 11 Eastern, 8 Pacific uh, on the Spotify Green Room app. Sign up for the Spotify Green Room app and then follow me there. And I'll, you'll get a little notification every Monday night at 11 Eastern when I start screaming about Dear Evan Hansen or whatever the that week's <laughs> fucking uh, new release is. What's, uh, oh, you know what? We shouldn't talk about this week because this is not going to come out. Exactly. So, so I was just using a hypothetical. For evergreen. Uh, we're in multiple timelines here. We're like a... <laughs> it's like a Christopher Nolan movie in our house. We're in multiple timelines. Uh, it's a temporal pinsa movement. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Tiffany, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Goose, thank you for having me on the podcast. This, this was, was so a, much fun. This was such a huge... Hey, now everyone it. knows you call me Goose. I know I said that and then I got nervous. No, it's okay. Strike but that we from should the record say, too. In, in our runner that you copy me I do. I, guys, I... I what do the kids say? Like I bite you so hard. I call you a biter. I'm a biter. I'm a big time fucking biter. She's a big biter. She copies me a lot. (laughs) But one of the first uh, early copies was whenever she would uh, be finding her words, I would quote Top Gun and say, talk to me, goose. And she was like, started saying it back to me and then just started just calling me goose all the time. And I was like, well, I can't say talk to me goose when you're uh, trying to remember what you wanted to say. You're like mad at me that I called you that. I don't think you like it to this day that I call you. No, I like it. Oh, you do? It's all I call you really. It's goose. I I know. I don't care. It's funny. It's cute. I don't mind. Call me whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't matter. Um, But yeah, so uh, I'm goose now. You are goose. (laughs) And you're beans. Rat queen. <laughs> well, you're the rat queen. I am the sure. rat queen. Yeah. Um, well, rat queen, thanks for taking the time from your busy empire of chewing wires <laughs> and coming <laughs> down and visiting us here in the High and Mighty studio. First live interview in since you, I think. Wow. So let's get somebody over. No, it's really fun to not have to like uh, get dressed or (laughs) like clean your room because you're just on Zoom. I love it because I just wanted everyone to come over and like come see the flowers. But compliment your flowers. Yeah, I was the one compliment. (laughs) You want people to come over? Be like, (laughs) I'm like, sorry, you have to stop for ten minutes and like talk to my wife. Well, not talk, but listen to what she was going to talk to you about about flowers. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, you won't have to say anything. Save that for the podcast, (laughs) which you just smile and nod. Which I also won't let you speak during. (laughs) Um. I'm so happy to have you here, Rat Queen. This Thank was you. a real a real pleasure. I love you. This was so nice. All right, time for you to start getting ready. Say goodnight, Artie. We might have gotten one little snore in there. Oh, hi, Bubba. Oh, big stretch Stretches. from the Chi-Chi man. Bye, shitheads. Bye, shitheads. That was a HeadGum Podcast. 
in a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's actually, it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. <laughs> now... Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Oh, there's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. You wake up after a few years and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're gonna be making Terminators. <laughs> We're gonna make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. <laughs> I don't hate them, but I pity the roommate. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action, boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now. <laughs>